You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And this is Real Presence Live in studio here. Steve Splonskowski along with Tom O'Keefe. And uh, we are enjoying our conversation this morning about so many aspects of life. So thank you for staying with us again. Uh, the first uh, segment we talked with Bishop Andrew Cousins and talking, he's at a youth camp. So pray for that uh, youth camp to go well. And for the, I think you said 40 or 50 youth that they had there with them. Is that right? right. I think there's about 140 people total. Oh, 140. I just heard yeah. the second half of that. So pray that their week goes well, um, that they're enjoying their, their time together. And we had Christina Lar come on and talk about her book, um, Candles Great Feasts. So check that out at the Diocese of Fargo, uh, di- uh, fargodiocese.org forward slash revival. And then we were just talking with Mike and Sean Hagstrom on the crowning, uh, the crowning gift of, of life, grandparent or grandchildren. And, of course, we have uh, grandparents, uh, the World Day for Grandparents, July 24th coming up, grandparents and elderly. So make sure you thank your grandparents. And, you know, if you have a chance, go visit them. You know, sometimes it's just amazing to sit in their presence and hear the stories they have to tell. Uh, I just love to sit uh, with, with the elderly and with uh, those seasoned in life um, and hear the stories. They really, they really get it. I mean, I think the older we get, the more we look back and go, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, that's how this is supposed to be. It's not that hard, as Tom and I were talking. Life, what we're called to do is not that difficult. We just make it difficult. We're just called to be faithful. It's my mom's 84th birthday today, and I gave her the choice of going out for lunch with her son or having supper with her great-grandsons. Didn't even consider going out for lunch with her son. <laughs> there you go, grandchildren. Yep, you wanted to see those boys. There you go. Well, we are up next. We have another conversation, and we are going to talk with Deacon Ben Seitz about couples retreats. Um, but uh, Deacon, first, before we get into that, tell us a little about yourself. Well, good morning. Uh, my name is Deacon Ben Seitz from the uh, Fargo Diocese. belong to the Parish of St. Santa Joachim uh, here in Fargo. <clears throat> um. Born and raised in St. Paul, joined the Air Force and spent 23 years in the Air Force. And there I met my beloved bride, Janine, got married, have five children, moved here to Fargo about 14 years ago. And uh, there really uh, started to take my, my faith a lot more seriously, uh, spending time with, uh, with Jesus in prayer and such, and felt a calling to, uh, to the diaconate. I was indo- uh, ordained a deacon about a year and a half ago here in the Fargo Diocese. So I, I mean, Tom and I are both in diaconate uh, training here, for, uh, candidates for the diaconate for the Diocese of Fargo. What has changed in the last year and a half? What did you What, what did you notice? Uh, what has changed after your ordination into the diaconate? I've heard about uh, the grace of ordination that's been spoken to me by my spiritual director, pastor, and others, and uh, maybe not something so much that I notice as my wife notices, and she mentions that uh, that there's been a change. In, uh, in the level of patience and uh, um, yeah, just in a lot of different, different ways that are all very positive that, that she notices. And to me, it's better if she notices it than I do. <laughs> so, so, Tom, there's hope. Our wives are probably listening. Are you like, oh, there is hope. Yeah. <laughs> there will be change. Three more years. Three more years. We can just hold out for three more years. Well, and so, so Deacon, you're, you're moving into doing, we've been doing some couples retreats. Tell us a little bit how you got involved in that. Yeah, well, we, about four years ago, we became involved with a, uh, an apostolate here in Fargo called the Teams of Our Lady. And one of the requirements of uh, the Teams of Our Lady is to do an annual retreat, a uh, couples retreat. 
And what the a lot of the teams in our local area were finding was a lack of that opportunity. But uh, our uh, spiritual director, Father Bill Gerlach, took us out on a, a retreat about uh, three years ago, uh, our entire team. And it was just so fruitful um, for everyone who was there. Um, and at, it was during that retreat that I really felt the Lord was calling you know, me and, uh, and, and Janine to, uh, uh, to do these. It was more or less, you know, this isn't rocket science, Ben. You could do this. And it's something that the church really needs in this area. So, uh, yeah, we took it upon ourselves and uh, with, with, uh, felt the calling of the Holy Spirit to, uh, to proceed in that way. So last year we, uh, we delved in and uh, put on some retreats uh, down at the Hankinson Retreat Center for just the teams of Our Lady. And uh, that's just kind of blossomed now into... Uh, uh, what we call the Six Stone Jars Mission. Six Stone Jars, uh, obviously relating to the wedding feast at Cana and uh, uh, Jesus' first miracle. Um, so, uh, Tell us a little bit about that. How it, There must be more to that story, the Six Stone Jars. I mean, of course, it was the, the, feast, or the uh, wedding feast at Cana, but um, is there more symbolism there that, that comes into kind of your decision to use that name? Absolutely. Um, so first of all... Um, it's the abundance, right? The abundance of God's gifts and graces that he wishes to give to us, uh, be it our, us, ourselves individually or in our marriages, um, creating a, a six, according to Scripture, it was six 30-gallon uh, jars of, uh, of water turned into wine. Um, that's a lot of wine. <laughs> it was a great party. That's why only John remembered it. Right? It was only in his gospel. Um, the importance of the Mother Mary as our intercessor, right? It was Mary who went to Jesus and uh, said, they have no wine. And then, uh, and finally, uh, I shouldn't say finally, it's very rich, but, but one other thing is, is God works in our marriages. He really works in our marriages in the really important ways and in the not-so-really-important ways. God's always there ready to, uh, to help us when we need it. And did you have another? No. No, I was, I was going to say, what comes to my mind with, with the meditating on the wedding feast of Cana, too, is that these were, these were washing jars. These were foot washing jars. They weren't, you know, potable water, water jars or wine. But he takes, kind of took those jars. He didn't say, wash them out and then fill them with water. He said, fill them up with water. And, and to me, that always, like, he takes us exactly where we're at. So, you know, marriage is like that, too. He takes us where we're at, and he transforms us into something beautiful. Awesome. I mean, so that's always that. The wedding feast again always struck me in that way. It's just like, okay. <laughs> Deacon Ben, you touched a little bit about the centrality of, of Jesus and, and God in, the, in marriage. And, and how does that play out in your retreats? Well, a, uh, um, some of the basic elements in our retreat, they're very, very Christ-centered. Uh, first of all, Eucharistic adoration. We have holy hours. Uh, well, first of all, the retreats run from Friday, Friday night at 7 until Sunday afternoon. Friday nights, we have a, a brief introduction, and then we spend an hour in Eucharistic adoration and prayer. Uh, we do that both on Saturday night and on Friday night. Um, liturgy of the hours, right? Learning how to pray. What is prayer other than spending time with Jesus? How do we get to know somebody? By spending time with them. So liturgy of the hours, the prayer of the church. Um, and then we also teach uh, on Friday night, Lexio Divina. There's a lot of folks who... Uh, when it comes to reading Scripture, they read Scripture, and, and they're not grasping exactly what's in it. And what they need to learn to do is listen to Scripture, listen to God speak through 
the words to them uh, directly and into their lives. And uh, uh, there's little in life that is more rewarding than when somebody gets that, when the Spirit comes through them and they get that, and at that moment to be there with them when God's speaking to them and uh, hear them talk about that. It's really awesome. We have daily Mass, uh, share the Eucharist, um, and also uh, Saturday nights we do our best to uh, to get priests available for the uh, Sacrament of Penance and Reconciliation. I always share the Divine Mercy on Saturday afternoons at 3, and uh, good coffee. You know, coffee's important. It really is. You go to a, Sometimes you go to a retreat and... You know, the speaker wasn't that great, didn't really hit you, and for some reason, you, you just didn't have a great, deep weekend experience. But And you go back to the office on Monday, and, and somebody says, well, how was the retreat? And you said, well, you know, it didn't really strike me, blah, blah, blah. But, boy, they had good coffee. And so I think good coffee is important, and that's one of, one of our hallmarks. Well, I think it goes off that theme of you, you go to an event, and you come over with kind of one thing you remember. Right. Right. And it actually goes with your uh, wedding feast of candy. Do they, do they ever say, you save the best coffee for last? <laughs> <laughs> so Deacon, how, how has this uh, changed for you and Janine? What has this meant to you and Janine doing this together? Well, it's obviously a, uh, uh, been a big uh, building block in, in our, uh, in our marriage. I mean, marriage, you're always building on, on, on what you've had in the past an opportunity to work together. Um, and I just also see um, a, a, you know, a maturing in my wife's spirituality through this and, and God speaking to her, uh, speaking through her um, to, the, uh, to the folks who attend the, uh, to the, the retreats. Well, folks, if you're just joining us, we are visiting with Deacon Ben Seitz. He's talking about Six Stone Jars, and they do have a website, Six Stone Jars, all in the words, sixstonejars.org. Check that out. We are going to step away for a little bit of a break here on Real Presence Live, but we have another 15 minutes, or about 10 minutes, we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about the format of the retreat and where you can get more information if you're looking for a couple's retreat. Again, going to re- on a retreat as a couple is so important, folks. My wife and I, for years, have gone on a couple. Well, every year we go on a, a retreat, a couple's retreat, and uh, it's just so powerful. And, and as Deacon Ben uh, Seitz was talking about, they're praying together as a couple. Uh, my wife and I have been helping in marriage ministries for years, and the one question that always blows our mind, we ask couples in engagement, um, do you pray together? And really, in a group of 20 people, there's usually one or two people who are praying together. And so, as married couples, you know, where do you, what, what do you expect to be the center of your marriage? What's going to draw you back together when you are pulled apart because of the things in life? The thing that will draw you back together is Jesus. Jesus in the Eucharist. Um, Jesus in your relationship. So, take the time now, maybe when things are going well to build that relationship so he draws you back together in the difficult times. But we'll come back and talk more about that on the other side of the break. This is Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com slash contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director of Riverview Place. I've worked my entire career in healthcare as a social worker in the hospital, skilled nursing, and hospice settings. I love my job. Not only do I get to work with a caring, dedicated team that displays human kindness to every resident, it's a privilege to offer seniors a lifestyle that reminds me of what it felt like to grow up in the small rural town of Buffalo, North Dakota. To join our faith-based community, call us today for a tour at 701-412-1952. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. This is Real Presence Live, and thank you for taking some time this morning to be with us out of your busy schedule. Uh, we just uh, talking here with Deacon Ben Seitz, Steve Sponskowski in studio, along with Tom O'Keefe. And uh, thank you for being with us. You know, yesterday we had the reading from Mary and Martha. Um, and I always think of the song from Alabama, I'm uh, Too Busy. <laughs> I, uh, you know, he just talked about, I'm, I'm, I rush, and lo- rush until life is no fun. It's the, the phrase from an old country song, 1980s country song. But oftentimes the deacon uh, cites, we're, we are too busy. Absolutely. I am a Martha. You know, there's that comparison of uh, Martha and Mary. Um, Martha, the one who was always very busy. Mary, who sat at, uh, at Christ's feet and him saying, uh, this will not be taken away from her. And I don't think Jesus is, is down on people who, uh, who are busy, right? Uh, the emphasis there wasn't that uh, nobody should, sh- or everybody should just sit down and, and, and uh, uh, at the feet of Jesus 100, 100% of the time. The intent is, is we're all wired differently, and some people are just wired to be busy. And those people need to understand uh, priorities in their life. You know, what is that one thing? If that one thing is your job, or that one thing is fantasy baseball, or that one thing is golf, then you may want to re-examine your priorities, because the one thing should be Christ in our life, right? And as long as Christ is that one thing, we're going to find ourselves very busy, but we're going to be very busy doing what, uh, what the Father wants us to do, you know, the will of God. 
I think that's a great important. We talk about, you know, we have a men's group, and uh, oftentimes my spiritual director says, always stay in the peace, Steve, always stay in the peace. And I've, he's asked the question, ask Jesus what the peace is. And in my life, the peace has been when my priorities are right, I have absolute peace. No matter how busy I am, I can just go, oh, I'm so busy, but oh, everything's in right order. I'm at peace. But when the priorities, and I can actually can feel it, as soon as I go, oh my gosh, I have to focus on this, and they wait, that's not a priority. Yeah. I can back off. The peace is gone. That's, that's my peace. I don't know. What's the one thing there? Tom, how's that work in your life? Oh, absolutely. And uh, we can get ourselves down rabbit trails so, so fast uh, towards, towards goals that aren't going get to us, get us anywhere. And when we, we turn our back, eyes back to the Lord or, or whatever, spend some time really talking to him of, okay, what do you want me to do? Okay, what, what, what should I be working on? Not what I want to be working on. Yeah. So we stay too busy. So how do we stop being so busy? Well, I mean, obviously developing some type of, of daily prayer routine is extremely important. And then getting away, you know, getting away once a year maybe uh, to a, some type of retreat. And if we're married, um, why not a couple's retreat? Uh, there's a lot of different retreat out options out there. Uh, certainly there's men's retreats, there's women's retreats. The issue with that can sometimes be uh, the husband goes off to a retreat, comes back all fired up with all these things, and uh, the wife, the spouse, is just having a difficult time um, dealing with that because she didn't share that experience. Um, and, and Vice versa, when the wife goes to a, a, a women's retreat, they come back with all of this. And, and, but when you go together, when you go to a retreat together, then you're experiencing it together, right? You're, you're spending those, that time in prayer, that time uh, reflecting on Scripture. You're sharing with each other what you're, what you're hearing from uh, uh, Jesus through the Scripture. And that's where real growth happens in a, in a marriage, where real intimacy happens in marriage. And... Uh, uh, that can help to bridge what can oftentimes be a difficult thing, and that's men and women, pray, husband and wife, praying together at home, right, every day. Um, that's a, a difficult hurdle for an awful lot of couples. It was a difficult hurdle for, uh, uh, for Janine and I at the beginning to, uh, to find that time, to take that time, because our relationship with God is, is really an intimate relationship. It's kind of God and me, and now to share that, God and me with a third person, my spouse, it's not always easy. Deacon Sites, uh, I've been blessed to, uh, to work with my wife, Audrey, on, on, with three couples uh, as, as part of their marriage prep. And, and one of the things that they ask in the inventory is always, you know, do you think their prayer is important as part of your marriage? And, and just about universally, at least the three couples I've been with, they all say yes. And then when I inquire to them about what their plan is, or do they, they don't have a plan and they don't pray. So what kind of advice would you have for some young couples as, as to how to start that praying together as they start this journey together in marriage? Well, go to a couple's retreat. <laughs> <laughs> um, start off maybe with, with easier uh, prayers, meaning uh, pray a rosary together. Pray things that are, are less, and then it will build from there into a, uh, a more intimate type prayer uh, where you're actually sharing kind of your soul uh, with each other in prayer every day. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, we always want to make it so hard, come up with some complex novena process or something that, but just start out saying an Our Father in the morning together, uh, say a rosary together, and then it, it will grow. And you have to have a strategy for that prayer, just like you have a strategy for other goals you have in your in your marriage. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's actually, I'm, I'm just sitting here as we're talking. I'm thinking, you know, my wife and I've actually fallen away. From, we used to we prayed every morning together, and then I started working at the diocese and leaving earlier. And we haven't we don't pray in the morning anymore. We pray in the evening, but I was like. Oh, we need to go back to praying together in the morning. But you get busy. You know, of course, the work that we do is important work, but you have to sit and say, wait a minute, what's more important? Yeah. And so it's, you know, and I, I don't think for anybody who's listening, don't think that you just get to a point and say, oh, we figured this out. I've now crossed the hurdle and I'm never going to go back. I think for myself, the journey of prayer is kind of like two steps forward, one step back, two steps forward, one step back. And you have to sometimes take that step back and say, okay, how's my prayer life going? Where is the Lord in my life? Because if you don't, you just kind of stay in that rut. I don't know. That's just me. I feel like I, I'm like, I'm, I'm doing really well. And then it's not going so well. Then I have to try again and I have to try again. And that's how retreats help, right? You stick retreat. You take a step back. Retreat. Absolutely. Um, you know, the world teaches us that, the, uh, that successful marriages are built upon compromise, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the, the husband gives half uh, way down from what he really wants, and then the, the wife uh, goes halfway, uh, and they both compromise, and they meet in the middle. And what that really ends up being is two people who neither one is happy, right? And then we wonder why marriages in the secular world are so unsuccessful. What we, our philosophy is, is let's not compromise. Let's just, and let's not meet in the middle. Let's meet at Jesus, mm-hmm. Right. He's the source of life. He's the source of love. He's the source of joy. Let's meet at him in our marriage. So we got a couple minutes or just a minute here left or a minute and a half. What are some of the dates that are available here? Again, that, that website, sixstonejars.org, sixstonejars.org, where we have some dates that are available yes, for the retreats. So the retreats are going to be in 2023, January 20th through the 22nd, February 17th through the 19th, and March 3rd through the 5th. Those dates are all available on the website. Right now, registration is not available, but you can go out to the website, get a preview of what uh, uh, the 2023 Six Stone Jar Couples Retreats are going to be all about, which is the virtues, the building blocks for great life and joy-filled marriages. And uh, you can also register then to receive an email once the registration is open. Awesome. Sixstonejars.org. Check out those dates in January, February, and March of 2023. Um, and uh, stay stay tuned. Uh, Deacon Ben Sites, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. All right. God bless. And uh, folks, uh, we're going to turn the mic over to Brooklyn, and she's going to give us a little preview of what's coming up in your next Real Presence Live. On the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, our host is Nick Madowski from St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. He'll have on Bishop Robert Barron to talk about what his plan is for the Winona-Rochester Diocese. Also, Father Michael Churchill from the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, to talk about what drew him to priesthood. All that and much more on the next Real Presence Live, Tuesday, 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Thank you, Brooklyn. Thank you. And thanks for running the board for us today. Yeah, no problem. All right. And you're heading back to school in a few weeks, yes? Yeah. So you're excited about which classes? Um, I'm excited to take art, and I'm excited for AP Psych. All right. And, and uh, what kind of artwork do you do? What's your favorite well, style? I like painting mostly. Okay, with oils or or water or or water paints or what do you or both? Yeah, with um, yeah, with water paints. Okay, all right, very good. Well, we're looking forward to that too. Of course, I don't want to make the summer move too quickly. I mean, there's only a few uh, few weeks left of summer, but uh, it has. Uh, I think it's going to be a warm out warm one out there today. It's kind of been hot and humid all week, so stay well hydrated. Uh, Tom, you're a, you're an RN, right? You got any Absolutely. advice for our listeners? Nope, just drink lots of water. <laughs> Stay in the shade. It's good tomato ripening weather out there. 
Oh my gosh, this is great corn weather. I can tell you right now, hot and humid is can, awesome for the corn. You can hear it grow. You can. You can hear the <laughs> corn grow. So folks, uh, stay tuned to Real Presence Live. Again, check us out online at realpresenceradio.com. You can download the Real Presence Radio app. And again, remember tonight at 7 o'clock at the University of Mary, uh, cheer on the clergy of the Diocese of Bismarck and the Diocese of Fargo as they go head-to-head in a winner-take-all basketball game. 7 p.m. tonight at the McDowell Activity, Activity Center at the University of Mary's open to the public. Free will offering at the door. And all proceeds, including a victor's purse, um, to give supply or will be supplied by the University of Mary to go towards Catholic education in the winning team's diocese. 7 o'clock tonight, basketball game, priests versus priests, Diocese of Fargo, Diocese of Bismarck. Uh, check us out on that. And uh, with that, I think uh, we are going to probably head back to reg- or lo- or, sorry, EWTN programming um, and some great programming there. Coming up next is, uh, let's see, 11 o'clock. What are we playing at 11 o'clock, Brooklyn? Is it uh, Take Two with Jerry? I'm not sure. Uh, I think it's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie here on Real Presence Radio. Although there were some local programming changes, which I didn't... Uh, I'm not sure I have those logged in my memory, but it'll be great programming because it's coming from EWTN. And we thank you for joining us. Tom, thanks for being here with us this morning. You're most welcome. Glad for having me. Yeah, I think uh, uh, it's a fun a fun conversation. And uh, Deacon Seitz, we got about 30 seconds. Can you close us in a prayer? 30-second prayer. You bet. Dear Lord God, we just give you thanks uh, for all the blessings you bestow upon us and upon our families. And help us this day to recognize you in the little things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, have a blessed day. And again, remember, take five minutes today for silence. Take five minutes today. Ask the Lord, what do you want me to do today? Five minutes. And see what he has to say. God bless. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live. Local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.